The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by SGPN's ultimate New Year's Eve party. Hop on Sports Gambling Podcast YouTube channel for a truly degen afternoon complete with drafts, pickups, prizes, live sweats, and more. The fun starts at 12.30 Pacific Time, New Year's Eve. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Join with our host. You can also call me Talon Jenkins, aka the Sicilian Slayer, even though I'm not Italian, aka the white Russell Wilson, because Russell Wilson's gonna be an Argo, aka Leafs Mania, baby. Joined by our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing fantastic. Uh, big big win by Team USA today. I think it was 10 4 something like that. I think Cutter Gauthier still had no goals, though. So t- typical flyer there, but I was able to hit a uh, hit a big parlay on uh, the spread, the over, and then uh, Brindley to score, to score two goals. So that, that was a big 60 uh, to 1 winner I hit uh, thanks to the, the Bet Parks uh, bonus. So that, that was that was good to uh, have today. And yeah, uh, we got hockey back, hockey back tomorrow. So always good to uh, be back talking some puck. Right. As you know, I got some time off. And when I have time off, I get to do all the little dirty things and then enjoy life. Uh, I finally got around to cleaning my bathroom. It's been a while, but uh, it's good to get it done. And you feel a sense of accomplishment after after it's get done. No longer looking at the old uh, the whiskers that are left in the sink and all that. Um, and also got to make a huge meal. I spent like two hours making pasta today and I made this massive pot, man. Like I need a new skillet because it was just overflowing with shit. I'm going to be eating that for the next three days. (laughs) Yeah, it was delicious. I'm going to be, uh, yeah, just sitting here rubbing my belly because it it feels good even after being, uh, even while it's being digested. And yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, eating some more later tonight after uh, a few more of these PBRs. Oh, yes. The drunken late night leftover pasta, even when it's not even like in the fridge, it's just sitting out chilling and stuff. That what kind of sauce did you go for, bro? Arabiata. Ooh, Jolie Meyer, I love that. That is fantastic. Uh, I'm doing great, boys. Good to be back. My first show back from the Christmas break here. I'm really excited. It's been awesome. We do like a big seafood dinner every year, and it is phenomenal, bro. We do like 12 courses. Bowie, I will spray the shit out of you. Fucker, you know, keep that motherfucking thing on me. Got my water bottle here. Um, yeah, it was awesome, dude. We do like seven seafoods. We get like five, and we're not even Italian, we just love seafood in our house on Christmas Eve. We do like uh mussels, shrimp, bacon wrapped scallops, oysters, Rockefeller, salmon and capers and brown butter, lobster tails, crab legs. Oh, it's so good. I feel like all I've done is eat and drink for the past four days, but it's been absolutely phenomenal. Um, good to be back home. Good to be back in Toronto. I was walking home from work today, and I was just looking at my like, God damn it! I love this city so much, dude. Like I, I hate the Raptors, but I love the I love the fact that they're in Toronto. So I was gonna wear my Raptors jersey, but I wore my Argos jersey because you know why? 
because Russell Wilson's going to be a Toronto Argo next year, boy. They're like, get this guy as far out of Denver as we can have. And you know where they come? These All these ex-NFL stars, they come to Toronto because they're not going to go play for that loser team in fucking BC. They're not going to go to cold-ass, boring Winnipeg. They're not going to go to any other shitty CFL city. They're coming to Toronto, baby. So let's go. Russ Wilson to the Argos. Chad Kelly in your 17 interception game. Get right out of here. Let's go, Argos. Um, one thing I do want to say before that we get recording here is that Alan Sang, uh, you can fuck right off and lick my nuts, you little loser. You're a fucking piece of shit loser. Uh, and yeah, you can blow me and suck on this one, but all day long, baby. Any fan. day, all day. No, no, just a piece of shit on loser on Twitter that says I swear too much. So guess what? You little nerd, <laughs> you and your little fucking loser kid can go suck each other off and go fuck off. So I don't care. Um, all right, what else is going on? Everybody go check out the SGPN website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. Uh, we got hockey, we got soccer. I was talking to my Brazilian pal at work today. He's fired up about soccer. Uh, something about Man City beating Everton the other day, so that's sweet. Uh, what else is happening? There's a bunch of stuff. We got football. We're wrapping up football. We got two weeks left in the NFL. College football playoffs are right along the way. Baseball, I'm sure there's stuff going on in baseball that Ryan would tell us about if we asked. We're not going to ask, though. Uh, tons of other stuff going on, man. So shout out to all of our friends and pals that are checking out everything at the SGPN website with all the other sports. Be sure to check that out. Listen to uh, all the other shows and check out all the articles there. Be sure to check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles. He's pumping out weekly. Also, we got the World Juniors we didn't even talk about, too. World Juniors are cool. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Um, and, of course, man, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's been absolutely buzzing the past couple of days with the World Junior talk. Now that hockey's back rocking and rolling, uh, it's good to see everybody in there. Everybody in there had a fantastic holidays, which is great, too, so I'm so happy to see that and to hear that. And just, you know, it's this time of year where it's nice to show some love to people and of course everybody in the discord we love you so hell yeah if you're not in the discord you're not making money if you want to get in there but you're not you can reach out to myself or ryan on twitter we'll be sure to point you in the right direction uh or you can reach out to the hgp twitter account our social media assistant producer will get you rocking and rolling he's a beauty too he'll point you in the right direction uh or you can do is uh just celebrate whatever crazy German religious holiday that Mr. Joel Meyer celebrates. And when you guys are celebrating that together, having a good time, man, I'm sure you guys can get together and be like, hey, how do we get into the Discord? And our, our pal Joel will be like, yeah, well, this is how you do it, brother. So, hell yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. Good to be back. Yeah, Weinachten. Uh, happy Weinachten to those who celebrate. That's that's just German Christmas. The, the German word for Christmas. Germans do it right there. If you ever go to Germany during Christmas time, it's absolutely brilliant. You get the uh, the old Tannenbaums going on, like the Christmas trees. It's uh, you get the lights and everything. Nobody does Christmas like the Germans. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Germans. Nice man, cool. What's the one where you quit drinking? When does that happen? Uh, Lent. That that'll yes. be in in uh, end of February, I believe, this year. In right to Easter. What's the one when you quit drinking? I love it. Oh, look at this little guy. Oh, look, Talon, I, I loved seeing uh, love seeing Darby on your Instagram. Uh, yeah, over, Darby's over a big old boy. He is, yeah. yo, but <laughs> Bowie's a little sweetheart too. We had to leave him for three days. Or so we came up halfway through on Christmas Day just to make sure he was doing good. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, so let's get into our lock dogs and totals from last time we were all together here. Uh, I believe those games were from December 23rd, so before Christmas here. Um, tough slate for all of us here. Jolie went not 32 and 1. Jolie went 1 and 2. He was down <laughs> 0.36 units. Uh, I went 1 and 2, down 0.56 units. Ryan went 1 and 2, down 0.86 units. But 
every one of us hit our lock, which was absolutely awesome, dude. So that's the first time. Anyways, Julie, take it away here, buddy. Sure. Yeah, we all hit our locks. Unfortunately, we didn't hit fucking anything else, but that's okay. Uh, none of us lost a full unit, so it's it's mostly treading water. Yeah, my lock was the Panthers at home against the Gold Knights. Uh, I was on the road during the, the whole slate here. I didn't watch any hockey. Uh, Panthers won this one four to two. Dog, I was kind of following my phone. <laughs> Predators were up two nothing for most of the game against the Stars. Uh, two to one late. Stars scored twice in the last fifteen seconds to win regulation against the Preds, which is my dog. Um, that's the first time that's ever happened in, in uh, the regular season. So uh, that's a bad beat if you ever heard one. Um, and then total wings, Devils over six and a half. I think it was three to two Devils, if I remember right. Devils uh, came back from behind, but uh, yeah, wings couldn't tie it. So it went under six and a half. But uh, yeah, I've got nothing to say about these ones, but uh, just a terrible beat on the Predators. Yeah, that uh, Devils game was my lock there. Devils minus 175 against Detroit. I think that that line went up a ton uh, on, on Saturday. They, I think they were like minus 200, minus 225. So they squeaked that out 3-2, as Joel said, hit the lock. Uh, my dog was the Blue Jackets team total over 3.5 plus 160. I also said uh, you know potentially with the Jackets here, and, and they lost 4-1. Toronto did show up before the break. And then my total, the Flames, Kings under 6. Uh, I think that was a bit of a high-scoring game, five-three. I think there were a few goals in the first period to kind of kind of kill that. All right, for myself here, man, I had uh, the for my lock the Tampa Bay Lightning money line versus Washington minus one forty-two. Straight up, I do not remember any of these games right here on this slate. I'm sure that loser Alan Zhang will hold it against me, but whatever. Tampa Bay won. Uh, for my dog here, I had the Arizona Coyotes plus 185 on the money line versus Colorado. I kind of remember this game. I think like Colorado won like four fucking one or four nothing. I don't know, something like that. They kicked their ass. Arizona didn't really have a chance. Uh, and then for my total, San Jose Sharks, Vancouver Canucks under six and a half minus 110. I think I vaguely remember this one. Say there was like five goals in the first period or something stupid like that, or four goals or something. High scoring affair. Um, yeah, you know, when I've watched the Canucks, they haven't really been. You know, getting too many great chances. They've been playing good hockey, and then the San Jose Sharks are the San Jose Sharks. So I kind of really like this bet a lot. Did not come through for me. But you know what? For me, I just had to get out of a slump here, and I hadn't hit a lock in a long time uh, to the point that it was bordering on embarrassing, but at least the, the, the lightning came through for me. So I'm happy for that, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, always good there to hit our locks. And uh, we're brought to you by the SGPN Ultimate New Year's Eve Party. A live stream party this Sunday over at youtube.com slash podcast. Live pickums, live drafts, live sweats, and of course prizes. Sunday, 12.30 p.m. New Year's Eve. The SGPN Ultimate New Year's Eve. Hell yeah. Um, all right, boys. We got uh, we got nine games set here for Friday, December 29th here in the NHL. Are we ready to rock oh, oh, and roll? Oh, well, well <laughs> this uh, the update to the ad, ad read sheet confused me here. We're also... Of course, got got to shout out uh, our guys' prize picks here. It's the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. Now with basketball season, you can select two or more players, pick more or less for their projected stats, and place your entry. From the specials league, you can combine from football and basketball, for example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at 10.5 combo of three-pointers three made and receptions. If you want to play alongside some of your favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the PrizePix community each week. PrizePix even offers a reboot policy so your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Uh, PrizePix 
Go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. That's pricepicks.com slash SGPN, code SGPN, pricepicks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So like you're from Philly. Are you like pretty obsessed with like Meek Mill? Is that like your boy or what? I mean, yeah, Meek Mill's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he have the little songs where he's just rapping Philly and shit like this? He does, yeah. I love it. Yeah. That, that, that's the song the Eagles came out to in uh, the Super Bowl. Well, it's good to know that they uh, they decided to tell everybody they were gay during the Super Bowl. Um, all right, <laughs> let's get going here to this nine-game slate. We have a Friday, December 20th. That was pretty good, y'all. Like, come on. That was good. Uh, that was good. Yeah, 100%. Bo, you got to stop, bro. You're being an asshole. Um, all right, first game on the docket here. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Columbus Blue Jackets here. Game itself is in Columbus. Uh, Toronto on the money line sitting at minus 198. Uh, Columbus on the money line at plus 164. Over under sitting at seven. Over paying off plus 102. The under minus 122. Uh, from a Leafs perspective here, it has been confirmed that Ilya Samsonov will get the start for this game. My boy Sammy has to get it together. This guy is getting a lot of hate right now. He has had a very terrible season so far. And you can't even say start to the season because, Christ, we're like, what, 34 games in or anything like that? Uh, yeah, straight up. Ilya Samson has not been good. There's talks of people saying wave him and then just keep Martin Jones as your, like, your number two. And then when Joseph Wool comes back, I cannot get behind that. Leafs fans, you guys are insane here. Has Samson been terrible? Yes, he's been absolutely horrendous this year. Did Samsonov outduel Vasilevsky to win the Leafs their first playoff series in fucking 25 years, 20 years? Yes, he did as well. Did this guy go like fucking like 19 or like it was like some stupid like 24, 2 and like 1 at home last year? Yes, he did. You know that Ilya Samsonov can stop pucks. He's playing terrible right now. But are you just going to fucking give up on this guy to keep who? Magic Hands, Martin Jones as your lord and savior? Get out of town here. Samsonov needs to get it together. He needs a big game here tonight, so or tomorrow night rather, which is why I'm leaning towards the under seven at minus 122 in this game. Ballsy pick. The smart thing to do would probably be to pick the over, but I got to go with my boy on this one. I think he's going to have a good game here. I'm really hoping for him here. Uh, and then give me the Leafs on the money line. Minus 198 is definitely a lot of juice. Um... I'll be looking. Uh, I'll be looking for a couple sneaky shot on goals plays. I've been seeing William Nylander is at a minus or sorry at three and a half shots per game as of late the past little bit. He hasn't been shooting as much as he was before, so it could be a little weary. Uh, I'll take Noah Gregor one and a half shots on the over, and then uh, Austin Matthews over four and a half is what the number is normally sitting at. Yeah, great info there. Just to speak to some props, William Nylander has been great recently. I think he's on like a. Eight or nine game assist streak. That's usually around minus one fifty. That's worth hitting. Um, yeah, I think this is a a good spot where Maple Leafs can just come right out here, bounce back from that that lost loss to Ottawa, go on a little business trip here on the road, and win in Columbus, much like they did before the holiday break. There, a four one win that was. I could see a, a very similar thing. Columbus is not scoring many goals now without um without lining in the in the, in the lineup. I think Boone Jenner is that still out as well. Roslovic, so they're. They're they're in, 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 in tatters there, so yeah, gotta go to the Leafs here. I think minus one ninety eight isn't isn't a bad price if you want to lay that on the money line, or look at a team total over four at plus one hundred. I, I can trust the Leafs to score at least four goals, but I, I can't trust the Blue Jackets to score more than two. So I'll go with the team total rather than the over seven. Right. Well, with, with these kind of games, you gotta look at the the team's history, how they play against certain opponents, and yeah, for that reason, I can't back the Leafs as two dollar favorites against a bad team. 
especially on the road. Blue Jackets be fired up for this one again. Seems like they're playing the Blue Jackets every couple of weeks. It's I like, know. Isn't that nuts? Like, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but that said, I, I can't back the Blue Jackets either. I guess I lean that way, but no no side for me. But I'm going against Tal. I'm going to take the over. I know Samsonov has, uh, you know, he's got talent, all that. I don't, I don't believe uh, Talon's 24 and two home record last year is a. Uh, it was something stat. crazy, dude. Check it, it was out. good. 100%. It was good. He, he was, was a lot better at home. But you know what? The Leafs aren't at home for this one. I, I, Samsonov has got something going on between the brains. Uh, yeah, I think he had a kid this year too. Um, he did. Yeah. So his mental state is not exactly in the best shape right now. So I'm not gonna. I'm not going to back that goaltending. And the Blue Jackets goaltending is is uh, mediocre at the best of times. But they can't score. Uh, so, I, uh, yeah, the, the, the over would be the only play for me in this one. Maybe so, Samsonov, last year at home in 25 games, 19-3-3 with a 927 save percent. That's pretty fucking good. Closer than I thought. Yeah, so you want to just yeah. get rid of this guy and keep magic hands? That, 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 are, are are like legitimate people actually saying that, or just like a everybody? Not just legitimate people. Every you listen to any Toronto radio show, you like, Joel, have you heard this? You, you consume some Toronto media. I've heard some people even ask for Matt Murray back. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's a real thing that's happening right now. People are saying if they put him on waivers, teams wouldn't even take a shot at him. Are you but, kidding me? You know what? Anti Ranticleared waivers. I think Samsonov yeah. would uh, be picked up. <laughs> Edmonton, Edmonton would pick him up. They go with a Samsonov Campbell. I know. Oh, yeah. I, like, literally, this is how nuts this media is. Like, this guy is Satan in the city right now. It's unbelievable. Like, he literally won us the first playoff. He outdueled Vasilevsky. Tampa should have won that series last year. They were all over us. He made 10 bell saves every game. It's insane. This fan base is nuts, bro. Leafs, and the media Leafs fans is nuts. have the memory of a goldfish. No, not all. Most of us, yeah. But I just want to say, I'm standing on, I'm planting the flag on the Ilya Samsonov hill. Okay, that's my boy here. All you guys, you're wrong. Everybody else. Um, uh, I was gonna say something funny there, but I forget what it is. Whatever. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the uh, New York Rangers against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida here. Uh, New York on the money line sitting at plus 102. Florida on the money line at minus 122. The over-under sitting at 6. Over set at minus 115. The under, minus 105. This is going to be an awesome game here, man. As far as 7 o'clock games going, like this should be the one that you tune into. We got the 24-8-1 Rangers, first in the Metropolitan against the 20-12-2 Panthers, second in the Atlantic here. Um, bit of perspective here. Florida's been awesome at home this year, the 10, 5, and 0. But the Rangers have been deadly on the road, dude. 12, 4, and 1. I love this Rangers team. Uh, both teams coming in on a two-game winning streak heading into this game here. My problem, I don't want to say my problem with Florida, and I feel like it says every time I talk about them, they're currently 26 in the league when it comes to goal scoring, averaging goals per game, but it's because they're so goddamn opportunistic. You fuck up on this team and you make a little thing slip, the puck will end up in the back of the net. They capitalize on any little opportunity that you give them, and they've done that for about two and a half years now. Um, but this Rangers team is really good at scoring goals, man. They average 3.394 per game. Uh, goals against, they've been great out of that 2.7 against per game. Shesterkin's starting to play a hell of a lot better. He's pumped his numbers up from the beginning of the year in their shit, sitting at a 2.77 goals against average and a 0.901 save percentage. I'm on the Rangers in this game, plus 102. I really like it. I'm even looking for a little upset, and like we're getting to this a little bit later here, but 
I don't hate New York in regulation, man. Let's juice these fucking numbers up. It's going to be a tight game. Don't get me wrong. But if they win, who says they have to win in overtime? Why can't they win this 3-1 in regulation with an empty net or 3-2 or you know 4-2 or something like that? Which leads me to my next pick. I'm also leaning towards the under 6 in this game, minus 105. Um, but Brobski's came a little bit back down to earth since he went on an absolute heater to start the season. But when this guy's on, it seems like you just can't get the fuck past him. And he shows up for big games. So give me New York. Uh, give me New York and regulation as well. And then give me the under six minus one Oh five. Yeah. Love that underplay under six minus one Oh five. Joel's been on this for a while. There haven't been more than six goals in a, in a Panthers game in their last, last seven games here. So, you know, they've been playing, they've been playing good, good defensively And the Rangers. You set it down. Just has been improving one goal against three, two and one in his last four starts. I think we see a, you know, potential eastern conference final preview here you don't you don't necessarily think about it as that but these are two of the best teams in the conference so this should be a good game here but i am leaning to florida at minus 122 um they're just just better at home the, the rangers have to come back the rangers aren't going to sustain this level of success given their underlying metrics here and i think you know a, a road loss to the panthers will not be anything to, to hurt their credibility whatsoever so give me the panthers here minus 122 and the under six minus 105 yeah, you mentioned the underlying metrics. The Rangers are currently below average in terms of their five on five expected goals for percentage. Ooh. Not doing well. Uh, Rangers have the best power play of the league. That's why they're, they're doing so well um, in terms of winning games. But Panthers have uh, the eighth best penalty kill. I think they can neutralize that somewhat. Bobrovsky has been on fire lately. Yeah, the, the Panthers games, they're all going under. Even when I'm, I'm kind of like leaning away, thinking that the, it's a bad spot to bet the under, they're, they're still going under, like with the Lightning. And with the Knights with game four, two, two more over teams, uh, games are still going under. This team is playing a more defensive uh, kind of game, and they're just grinding wins out. So Florida at home, I like that. I like the under even more. So, uh, yeah, home team and the under for me. All right, here. Moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Nashville Predators against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself in Detroit here. Uh, Nashville on the money line sitting at plus 100. Detroit on the money line sitting at minus 120. Over-unders at 6.5. Both over-under paid off minus 110. Mr. Jolathan Meyer. Jolathan, what's going to happen in this game here? Is it Predators Red Wings? Yes. Yes. Well, we're going back to the well with the Predators. We mentioned it was a bad beat against the Stars. I don't think that they should be the dogs in this one. Red Wings are uh, <laughs> they're in turmoil. I think they've only won, won one game since Kane come into the lineup. Uh, they've had some injuries and whatnot. They're they're kind of getting healthy again, but still they can't get any goaltending. They just they just waved uh, Hutchinson again. I assume that's because they have they have somebody coming back. Uh, Ly- Lions confirmed. Lions is back. Okay, so that is a boost for the Red Wings, but still I think the Predators are a better team. I don't think that they should be dogs even on the road here against Detroit. Uh, yeah, my number is like minus one. 27 so uh, i love the predators in this spot um yeah uh, a couple couple bad losses but i don't think that they really tell the whole story of, of how those games went so yeah i like the predators here red wings are in turmoil not liking how they're playing these days and they're kind of be showing up uh once if they're not getting like elite goal scoring from from debrick cat and co then they're they're gonna lose these games so predators have they have the more um sustainable stats so i, I like the predators quite a bit in this one and i like the over as well uh, even with Lyon back in that first game back, you don't like to to back those kind of those goalies. You know, goalies like to get in a rhythm. Uh, first game back after a few weeks off is, is not ideal. So I, I like the the over here. Red Wings defense is suspect, but they could still score some goals. And uh, yeah, we, we talk all the time about how the Predators are playing different offensively than the past few years. So 
over and the away team once again. Yeah, I agree completely. There, I think the Predators here are are, are the better team at plus one hundred. I mean, you look at their their recent games. Yeah, they lost two in a row, three of their past four, but those losses were to Carolina, Dallas, and, and Vancouver, three of the three of the better teams in the league. And then you know they beat beat the Flyers, beat Washington, beat Carolina, beat the Flyers again, beat, beat Montreal. Meanwhile, Detroit's been they've just been losing two wins since Kane entered the lineup. That they they get that win against the Flyers for their second one, but lost against Minnesota, New Jersey, the Ducks. Flyers, like these are against more middling teams than the Predators are are keeping it close against, and they're getting some bad beats. So yeah, I agree with the Predators plus one hundred, and then I would also lean to the over six at minus one ten. Both of these teams can score a little bit. Six and a half at minus one ten. Yes, both these teams can score a little bit, and it seems I may have cursed uh, UC Soros uh, by bringing him up for for Vesna. I sure shit hope he didn't, because I'm going to be with you guys. Going to be all over the Preds in this game here. this is like for me, it's like, okay, who's the better goalie? Who would you rather have in net, you know, for your team? UC Soros or Alex Lyon? You know, no disrespect to everybody that thinks Alex Lyon's awesome. And truth be told, his numbers are pretty sweet this year 2.14 goals against average, a 0.932 save percentage, 4 3 0 record. Uh, but I'm taking Soros all day long. I think the Preds are the better team here. This Detroit, man, like this Detroit team, yes, that we all know we talked about, it, they got to a hard start to start of this year, but it's not even just that, dude. This team's shooting percentage is second in the league, sitting at 11.7%. That's fucking insane, dude. Like most teams, like average teams, sitting at like 10. And you might be like, oh, it's only like 1.7% more. Like it's not a lot. Well, it does factor in. Um, it is pretty heavy considering this team is fifth in goals in the NHL and the 20th in shots. Uh, when it comes to per game, you know, basis here. So that kind what of speaks to town. There's going to be some regression, right? Some regression. Yeah, I think there's going to be regression. some regression to the numbers. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, you got half mass here. here. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're, you're half chubbed up hearing me say okay. that. I bet you Let's are. <laughs> um, no, I'm on the Preds this game. I really think they're the better team, truth be told. Uh, Detroit's been good at home this year, you know, nine, six, and three. So actually, I guess kind of admirable. Um, and then the Preds have been fine on the road neither team is really a barn burner but uh i don't know what it is man even back to our just our season previews there's something about this nashville team it's i can't quite put my finger on it yet i've watched a little bit i want to get more eyes on like how they actually play it if system play and shit like this before i start breaking it down a little bit further uh but just off the top of my head i'll take the preds as road dogs at plus 100 uh over under in this game oh fuck I don't really have a good lean here, man. I guess technically leaning a little bit towards the over because I feel like this game's going to be a little bit of a shit show. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, don't 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 follow me on on this total. I don't love it, but I guess going to my head, I take the over. Okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We have the New Jersey Devils against the Ottawa Senators. Ooh, free Brady Kachuk. Uh, this game itself is in that fucking wasteland called Canada here. Uh, New Jersey on the money line sitting at minus 115. Ottawa on the money line at minus 105. The over-under sitting at 7. Both over-under paying off minus 110. Ryan Gilbert. What's going to happen here between the Devils and the Senators? Are, are the Devils going to come in there and just beat up all the fine folks in Canada? Are those fine folks in Canada going to have a lot to cheer about because their Canada Senators beat up the New Jersey Devils? No, for for as much as I, I hate the New Jersey Devils, of course, here, uh, as a Flyers fan, I, I got to go with them here. Only minus one, 115. They're just, just a much better team. I mean, 18-13-2 versus 13-17. and 17. They're good on the road, 10-5. Ottawa's 500 at home, nine and nine. But this Devils team is just—they're—they're they're a good team. They—they haven't been living up to expectations due to their goaltending. But I mean, Ottawa's goaltending isn't great either here. They, they've 
won back-to-back games, but I think they come back down to earth here against the Devils. Devils are one of the top five teams in terms of expected goals for this season. Senators are, are the seventh worst, so just a mismatch here, and I don't think Ottawa has the, the special teams or goaltending to make up for that. So give me the Devils at minus 115. And then I, I guess lean to the over because it's a Devils game, but probably more so just pa- a pass on total. Yeah, these are two teams that uh, coming into the season we'd think would be a little bit higher in the standings. Uh, so One just... team we think would be higher in the standings. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm excusing you from uh, <laughs> uh, your, your Senators' biases. But yeah, the Devils here I think are the significantly better team. But the way they've been playing this year, they're, they're just like pulling out wins out of their asses, playing close games, a lot of a lot of overtimes. So minus 115 seems kind of fair. Uh, I, I still lean that way, though. Senators, after a big win against the Leafs, bit of a letdown spot there. Uh, so, yeah, back the Devils, if anything, for a side. But even at seven, you got to expect there to be goals. Like both both goaltenders suck, both defenses suck, and both teams have a lot of firepower and good power plays. So <laughs> over seven, you don't like to uh, to play in over seven too many times. But in a, in a case like this, yeah, it's 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 only way to look for this one. Um, there, I expect there to be a lot of goals in this one. And in this this case, uh, you know what? When you get to an over seven, it might be more worthwhile to look at like player props, whatever, like goal scorers, uh, mm-hmm. points, whatever, shots on goal, that kind of thing. Or uh, even uh, goalie let in a certain amount. Like some books, I know Ryan always does that. The over two and a half, three and a half, whatever goals against a certain goalie would be the way to look. Or team totals, whatever. Just I, I expect goals, whatever way you want to play it. Uh, that That's the way I'd look in this one. Yeah, I've got a couple of things to add here. I like what you guys said. I, I love New Jersey in this game here. This team has been absolutely dynamite on the road this year, 10-5-0. and 0. Some of these have been close and overtime wins. You know what? They still count as wins, man. Uh, Julie touched on both teams on two games, winning streaks coming into this game. Ottawa beat up on the Leafs. Uh, yeah, guess what? That always happens. We all knew what's going to happen. That's their Stanley Cup, baby. It always is. Um, the one thing I wanted to talk about most is uh, special teams here, man. Uh, New Jersey power play, third in the league. Uh, averaging 29.1% per game here. Ottawa's penalty kill, 30th in the league, uh, sitting at a percentage of 72.1% kill rate. They are also second last in the league when it comes to averaging penalty minutes uh, against per game. These guys are averaging fucking 13.3 penalty minutes per game here, which is absolutely insane. And I'll tell you what, if you take six penalties against the New Jersey Devils, this red-hot power play is just going to absolutely torch you, bro. Uh, so I will be looking. That makes me love New Jersey even more. I'll be looking for a couple power play props here when it comes to the Devils' point of view. Sense penalty or penalty or sorry, power play isn't really that great. Uh, 23rd in the league, averaging at 17.5%, but New Jersey's kill sucks. So maybe you can go either way on that one. But uh, I absolutely love the Devils in this game. And because of that, uh, those uh, special team things I just pointed out, I love the over seven at minus 110 as well here, man. I think we're going to see some goals here. Jolie touched on it. Both these goalies absolute stink when it comes to Vanacek and Corpus Salo here. So, um, yeah, lots of goals, lots of power play points. And uh, give me the Devils, minus 115. I absolutely love that play. Um, okay, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot. We got the Washington Capitals here against the New York Islanders. Game itself is on Long Island. Isn't it crazy how they say on Long Island? Like, instead of in Long Island? You can't say in. It's, it's not allowed. I've, I've tried. Like, do they get mad about it? Is that an actual yeah. thing? What yeah. if you're like, going to England? Are you on England? Or, like, on the United Kingdom? Or are you in the United Kingdom? Because it's an island. But you're on the island of the United Kingdom. If I it's island, that. it's on. If it's a, a state, you're in. So Long Island, 
is is I don't know. It's it's a it's a Dude, borough. Or you you it's can island. be you can I, you can be in Rhode Island because that's like a state. That's like a, there's, a, there's yeah. a land mass. If it's there. a state, then you're in. That. But if it's just an island, then you're on. So I don't know where. If I go to Prince Island, Edward Island, I'm in Prince Edward Island. I'm not on Prince Edward. Island. You're on the island of Prince Edward. I'm in <laughs> Prince Edward Island. This but you're sucks. on the island of Prince. Go in the Discord and tell us what you think. Uh, anyway, talent, talent, talent is in Prince Edward on an island. Well. Wow. I prefer princess. Uh, I don't know. Ryan, fuck. Another on, Philadelphia bro. gay thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you Eagles fans are all like? Eh? Uh, all right. Love Watch the the... Go birds. Yeah, go birds in your butthole. Uh, Washington on the money line sitting at plus 140. Islanders on the money line at minus 166. Over under sitting at five and a half. Over minus 125. Under plus 105. What just happened? What did we just do? Like, that's nuts. What is wrong with us? We suck. Uh, anyways, in this game here, I'm half tempted to take the Caps, bro. I don't know what it is. Like, they've been a better home team than they have been, or a road team this year. But still, Islanders have been kind of shit on the road. Islanders have been kind of shit all over. Sorry, at home, rather, man. So, this is a tough look. Both teams sitting there on a two-game losing streak. Where do we find an edge? I know where we find an edge here. What do I always say, boys? Division games matter. Washington Capitals in division games this year, 9-3 and 1 record. The Islanders, 6-3 and 4, losing record overall here. That's good enough for me. Give me the Caps plus 140 in this game. Uh, neither team is necessarily great at scoring. Washington's terrible when it comes to putting the biscuit in the basket here. Uh, power play stinks. They stink. But I'll tell you what, the Islanders aren't that far ahead of them in this percentage. Man, Islanders do have a good power play. We'll give them that. Um but I'll tell you what, the Caps don't take a lot of penalties. They're sitting at seventh in the league for a penalty minutes average per game. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Stick by your guns. I'm going with division games. Give me the Caps plus 140 as road dogs in this one here. Uh, over, under in this game, five and a half. I really wish this was like six and a half or at least six. I would be all over the under. But you know what? In order to hit those, you got to get to the five and a half first. So give me the under plus 105. I think we're going to see maybe a low scoring game here, even though both goalies have been a little bit suspect here with uh, Darcy Kemper having a save percentage below 900 and a Sorokin save percentage just hovering above it. Um, I don't know. Give me the under five and a half. Give me the caps. Yeah, both of these teams are, are just frauds. They're not as good as their records show. I mean, like, Islanders have more losses than wins when you factor in regulation plus plus overtime. The Capitals are at least 17 and 15 in that. So yeah, I'd probably lean to the Capitals here plus 140. I think they're, you know, kind of similar teams here. We saw them go 2-2 into overtime where the Islanders won before the break here. Islanders have been zigging and zagging recently, coming off a 7-0 home loss to the Penguins. Um so no, no real lean on on either side. I, I would take the under five and a half, lean that way, uh, plus one hundred five. But the thing I like most here is the draw at plus three sixty. Uh, Capitals had four in a row before losing to the to the Rangers on Wednesday, and the Islanders have gone to overtime in four of their past nine games. So it seems like a good spot here where both teams are going to be playing some low event hockey for a two two final score. Joe fucking Flacco, baby. Another touchdown pass. Let's go, Brownies. We're rolling 27-7. It's looking great uh, for our Cleveland futures and whatnot, as well as the minus five and a half. And, yeah, for this one, though, uh, we're going with the under five and a half. The uh, 
yeah, both teams have pretty pitiful offenses. Hopefully we get Charlie Lindgren. I don't know if uh, Kemper's confirmed yet. I don't see that, but uh, Lindgren has been the better goalie so far. I think he's pretty much stolen the starter role, so I expect him to go for the Caps. And the Islanders coming off that drubbing by the Penguins, 7 nothing. You expect them to get up for this one. But I don't know if, if they, they really can. Like, the Capitals also got stomped by the Rangers, 5-1. to one. So, you know, both teams are going to be motivated. Uh, but I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't trust either offense. So the under, I think, is the best way to play this one. But if you maybe pick a side, I think the Islanders here, even at minus 166, be the way to go. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just tough to back them because it's just going to end in, a, in like a 3-2 shootout overtime shit anyway so you might as well just wait and bet them live when it's like minus 130 or whatever when it's tied in the third period like it always is uh so yeah i i see ryan's case for the draw but uh from right for right now i think that the islanders on the side and more more importantly the under five and a half um all right we are brought to you by hall of fame bets win bigger by betting smarter this nfl season with hall of fame bets the sports betting analytics platform for parlays player props and game lines research every bet with historical stats and data enter any parlay idea the hall of fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, here, moving down to the 8 p.m. time slot. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the St. Louis Blues here. Colorado on the money line at minus 162. Uh, St. Louis on the money line at plus 136. The over-unders is 6.5, both over-unders sitting at minus 110. Uh, Jolene Meyer, are your abs going to fucking finally beat a shit team here or what? Oh, I fucking hope so after that. that oh, I didn't bet the game, but the Avalanche were up 4 to nothing against the Coyotes. And the away goals, I bet fairly heavily on, um, on uh, what was that, Wednesday? Yeah, it's Thursday today. So yesterday, Wednesday, it was a, it was looking pretty good. Four nothing for the Avs. Coyotes stormed back. They won five four in overtime. Avalanche took their foot off the gas in third period, just let them back in the game. And yeah, it's not 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 good there. But I expect them to come back, retaliate for that poor performance in third period. Ben will be yelling at him. McKinnon will be yelling at him. And yeah, meanwhile the the Blues were kind of lucky winners against the Stars in that one as well. Another one that contributed to the the, the way goals loss. Uh, stars are the better team in that one, but Blues held on two to one. Good, good setup here for the Avs to to come back and just, just hammer the Blues here. I mean, Avs been a bad road team lately. I mean, they started off with setting a record for most consecutive road wins uh, over the course of the back half of last season and, and at the start of this one. But uh, it's been been downhill since then. But I, I do expect this one to be a, a situation where they can get back on track. And Avs are relatively healthy, you know, relative to how they are, are usually banged up. We just got Lekin in and. Um, you know, Gerard's still in the tank, the Alcoholics Anonymous or wherever he is. And Pavel <laughs> Buchnevich for the Blues, one of their best players, is uh, sick. So maybe he's, uh, I don't know, hung over himself. But uh, yeah, give me, the, give me the avalanche here. Quite like that. Also the over. Georgiev, <laughs> you never know with this guy. Like he looks great for one second, then he just has a shit period like he did in the fourth or the third period rather. And yeah, 
yeah, I, I, you can only back the over in abs games these days, the way that they're going. Uh, power play is absolutely firing on all cylinders right now, but defensively, not not good. Goaltending, not good. So the over be the way to look for the total, but strongest play here. We really, have to get back on track here, even at the, the minus 160 price or so. Yeah, I mean, the abs at minus 160 look like a good bet, but I I don't know what it is about, about this Blues team at home. They're 11-5 and five at home. They haven't lost at home since since uh, Baruga was fired. Beat Ottawa, Dallas, Chicago, and Dallas again. Uh, Biddington's been decent for them. Joel Hofer's even been decent. I think it might be Hofer confirmed tomorrow. Hofer's allowed only one goal in each of his last three appearances. So that's been solid. And as Joel mentioned, the Avs have not been good on the road. I'm a, a bit wary of them, you know, bouncing back after that bad loss in Arizona. But I think there, there's some value here on the Blues. Plus 136 is getting kind of low for me. There is still plus 150 out there, but at this line, this is probably the lowest I'd play at around plus 135. Um, and then I guess that correlates with the under, but no real strong lean on the total for me. This is a toughie because I everything Ryan just said with I absolutely agree with St. Louis has been lights out when it comes to home games this year. They're 11 5 0, which is absolutely insane on a three game heater heading into this game here as well. Here, but this to me is why it's important that like you watch the games and are aware of what's going on here because this Colorado team just blew a fucking four goal lead with what was it, three goals in the fourth period or something like that against Arizona last night. The fucking howling drove me fucking nuts. At first, I was like, "Oh, that's cute." When it was four to two, going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you heard it in his dream. Brain. Exactly. Like yeah, that's stuff. that's a tough look. That's I absolutely love the howling, but I gotta say, but this is why you need to be cognizant of what's happening from a team point of view here. Because if you think for a single second that Nathan McKinnon is gonna blow that fucking lead to the Arizona Coyotes and then go in and lose to the St. Louis Blues, you're high. All right. So I absolutely love. The Colorado Avalanche in this game at minus 162. Uh, I honestly I can't believe that this is the line we're getting here. So I'm gonna be absolutely all over it. Gorgiev, hot and cold, man. It's the biggest insult you can have as a goalie. Hot and cold. It sucks. But it, that's that's what he's been so far this year. I think he's a better goalie than what his numbers show. Uh, we saw him. He was absolutely lights out when he played for New York, even as a backup position. Yes, it sucks that, you know, Shesterkin came and kind of took the reins from underneath him here. But, like, we've seen this guy play good games. And the problem is, lately, he's only been playing good periods, right? So we need to see him string together solid 60-minute play, which is something he's definitely capable of doing here. Uh, I would take him over uh, Bennington or Hofer, um, per- personally myself here. So, yeah, I, I would love to bet the Blues in this game, but I, I just can't. I can't do it. Is McCarr back? Is McCarr wheeling and dealing? He's wheeling and dealing again, yeah. yeah. Who knows how long it'll last, but uh, for Does now, he look he's... sick, though? Like, does he look, like, sick? Like, awesome? 90% of sick. Oh, fuck. Not that like was good enough. years ago sick, but, like. Whatever, dude. 90% of Kale McCarr is still, like, 130% of any other defenseman exactly. in this league. So, yeah, I'm going to be all. Kale McCarr, if you will. Yeah, Cal, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> McKinnon, McKinnon, 19 game point streak. So hopefully that keeps rolling too. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's heavy. Fuck yeah. Give me a McKinnon point. Then I'll be all over at. Um, yeah, so, heart. Uh, yeah, I can get behind that. Sure. I like McKinnon 100%. I don't know how far off he is when it comes to stats. I'll have to look into it. But off the top of my head, that sounds second. Cool. I think. Yeah, he's, he's, da- he's down to four to one. Like he's, he's right up there. Nice. That's sick. This guy's so good at hog. This guy literally skates like he's mad at the ice. 
Like it's it's nuts, dude. Like he skates like he's mad at the ice. He's he shoots the puck like the puck like banged his old lady or something like this. This guy's just mad at everything he does, and I'm 100 percent here for it. So hell yeah. Give me Colorado in this game as far as over under goes in this one. That's a tough look. Julie, what way did you lean? I wasn't listening. I uh, I leaned to the over. All right, good enough for me. Julie watches this team. Give me the over. Uh, six and a half it. minus ten. Right, that's the yeah, lead, not bad. Jeff Merrick referred McKinnon to uh, he, he, he compared him to a rhinoceros the way he charges him yes. all the way over the ice and I thought that was an apt uh, comparison. Very, I like yeah. that. Uh, I want to hit the part of Mr. Christmas. I don't know why I thought. You would. That's a great. So that's my mom's favorite Christmas song, bro. You want to fight Sheila? You got a problem with that? What about Dominic like the Donkey? You're a fan Dude. of Dominic. I just heard that song for the first time the other day because buddy at work, his name is Dominic, and we're all they were all making fun of him. And I'm like, that's awesome. Um, all right, anyways, moving to the 8 p.m. time slot. Here we have the Chicago Blackhawks against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas here. Uh, Chicago on the money line sitting at uh plus 280. Stars on the money line at minus 335. Stars on the puck line at minus one and a half, sitting at minus 130. Over unders at six. Over paid off minus 125. The under here plus 105. Oh, Chicago. Chicago fucking sucks, but Bedard is so sick, dude. He's so awesome at hockey. Um, Chicago's road record here is a 4-13-0. Oh, that's absolutely horrendous. Stars are 10-5-1. Don't galaxy brain this, bro. Um, might have, I hate puck lines, but I, I feel like this might be the play here. Uh, Stars minus 130. This team... They could put the biscuit in the basket. They're eighth in the league for scoring. You're averaging 3.42 for a game. Maybe a star's team total could be in play. That number's probably sitting at like three and a half or something like that. So I'd be looking in towards that. And then, um, shit, man, I don't know. Like, Chicago's not really scoring at all. They're terrible. So maybe under the number for Chicago goals. As far as over under in this game, I'm leaning towards the under six plus 105. Yeah, like, you want to find a way to, to bet the Blackhawks here because they are plus 280, but they're they're just not good. It's just, it's, it's just the Connor Bernard show, and, you know, Winnipeg could not score uh, on, on Wednesday night there. It's Blackhawks, but now the Blackhawks going on the road. Uh, their last three road games, they lost 7-5 to St. Louis. I think they had a lead in that game, and they had a 3-1 lead in that game, and then lost 7-5, lost 7-1 in, in Seattle, and lost 4-1 in Edmonton, so... I think Dallas on the puck line is probably the, the best look here. They play a lot of close games, so you know the puck line isn't necessarily as safe. But minus one thirty for a minus three fifty uh, money line isn't bad at all. So I think that would be the play I would look for. Uh, yeah, so just Dallas on the puck line minus one thirty. I don't have anything here. Uh, if you want to play something, Blackhawks team total under. I know the Stars goaltending has been suspect, but uh, the Blackhawks are, are have trouble to score. So team total under for the Blackhawks. Hell yeah. Um, okay, moving to the 10 p.m. time. So here we got the Arizona State University Coyotes against the Anaheim Ducks. Game itself is in Anaheim at the Quack Palace here. Uh, Coyotes on the money line sitting at minus 130. Ducks on the money line at plus 110. Over-unders at six and a half. Over sitting at minus 102. The under minus 118. I was actually talking to a – hey, Google. I'm not talking to you, okay? We got a Google Nest for Christmas. I got to guess. <laughs> um, Hey Google, are the Yotes gonna win tomorrow? Sorry, I 
She said, hell yeah, they're going to win tomorrow. <laughs> Give me Arizona on the money line at minus 130 in this game. Absolutely love this. Uh, this team hasn't been great on the road, 6-9-2, but you know a team that's been worse at home is the Ducks, 6-12-0 in the Quack Palace. Pretty miserable. Both teams on one game, uh, winning streaks heading into this game here. Um, Connor Ingram is confirmed to start in this game. Obviously, he's been lights out here, 12-7-0 record, uh, 2.62 goals against average, 0.916 save percentage, three shutouts on the year. The numbers have came back to earth here a little bit, but you know what? What a better way to fucking pump those up by then just shit kicking the docks. So give me the oats on the money line at minus 130. I absolutely love that play here. Um, over under in this game, I'm leaning towards the under six and a half here. Um, I don't see the docks scoring a lot. They're terrible when it comes to scoring 29th in the league, averaging 2.65 per game. Yes, they've gotten a couple guys back here. Uh, Leo Carlson, even though they barely fucking play the guy, he's out. Radko Kudis is day to day. Kudis, I, it's Kudis, it's Kudis. I said Kudis. Um, anyways, yeah, this this Ducks team sucks. So yeah, give me the uh, give me the Coyotes here. I will take that and I will take the under. Let's go, let's go, Yotes. We're gonna be howling. Guess what's on the meal? Ducks get eaten by coyotes. Coyotes eat ducks. Sorry, Jolie. Hopefully next time you go to a little pond to go beat your meat to some ducks, there's a little dirty old desert dog in there just gnawing all over the thing. I am the desert dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I think the Coyotes probably here had to be the play at, at minus 130. There's just a much better team overall. I'm starting to buy into them to, to make the playoffs. It gets to around 3-1 to one, unless that came down from last night. The Ducks, though, yeah, they got they got Zegers back. He scored the Michigan goal. They just beat Vegas after after the break, 5-2. Drysdale's back. McTavish is back. Carlson out is, is does kind of suck, but, you know, they, they weren't playing him necessarily every game anyway. So a lean to the Yotes here, minus 130. Uh, I think they are just the better team. They've been playing better competition. So I think that's a good look here as much as it they, – they've been bad on the road. That's the only thing that, thing that gives me a little bit of pause, but – I'll take them here, minus 130. Yeah, Coyotes a much better team now, even with McTavish back. Losing Carlson is kind of important. Um, you know, Mintikov has been excellent on the back end for the Ducks. Uh, but, yeah, Coyotes, you know, major letdown spot after coming back from four goals down to win an overtime in Denver. Um, or, no, that was in Arizona. Right, well, the howling. I, how can I forget? But, uh, <laughs> fuck you. How could you forget? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the Ducks also beat the the Knights, uh, leaders in the Pacific Division, are other than the Canucks, of course. Um, so yeah, both teams kind of coming down after a high. Uh, but they these this is this is the, the the rivalry game, right? We 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 know these teams fucking hate each other, especially with Zegers back in the lineup for the Ducks. Coyotes uh, should be chomping at the bit to get after that bitch. So yeah, give me the Desert Dogs all day long. Fucking ream them out. Coyotes much tougher, much more. Uh, mangy team we're gonna, we're gonna give these ducks rabies man eat them up spit them out fucking kill them all let's go coyotes minus 130 that's a short price let's go dogs love it baby with and the noted, over six and a half Ooh, don't love that with noted tough guy travis dermot on the back end let's go travis uh <laughs> all right what are you saying sean Dersey. On Jersey as well, Michael Carcone, just all the old Leafs. That's cool, baby. <laughs> it's the, new the, the Leaf, Leaf Cemetery in Arizona. It is. It's the new Edmonton Oilers. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Yo, it's love it. Um, 10 p.m. time slot. Final game on the docket here. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the Seattle Kraken here. Game itself in Seattle, baby. Philly on the money line sitting at plus 114. Uh, Seattle on the money line at minus 135. 
Flyers on the second night of a back-to-back. They play tonight, I believe. That's right. Canucks. Canucks. Yeah. Ooh, good game. Uh, over-unders at six. over minus 115. The under minus 105. Fly guy, my guy, right guy. What's going on in this game, baby? Yeah, Flyers going to be on the back-to-back after the game of the year tonight. Uh, Flyers Canucks here. Uh, Hockey versus Sports. Got Jack Adams up, up for, for, for contention there. I got to go with my Flyers here, plus 114. I just don't think Seattle is as good as their record shows. And the record isn't great. 13, 14, and 9. So 13 and 23. Flyers are 18, 11, and 4. So 18 and 15. 10, 4, and 3 on the road. They've been great on the road. I think, you know, a back to back may not may not be the worst thing in the world here. You know, after that break, they're a young enough team with fresh legs. Um, Seattle going to be, they played last night. So they, Second game back from the break as well. Um, yeah, just Seattle has not been good. They, they should not have won against Calgary, Anaheim, or the Kings in their past three games. But uh, my favorite play here would be the draw at plus 360. Uh, Flyers love going to overtime. So does, so does Seattle here. Um, so Flyers under five and a half or under six at minus 105. And then the draw here for me. I love how we're just calling it the draw now. I, I, I like that I, I've had some influence in, <laughs> you know, in the, uh, the the soccer uh, terminology. Anyway, that, that that's what books say too. It says, it says win, the draw. draw, win, baby, win, draw, win. All right, well, good for the right. books, and they they know what uh, what it's supposed to be called. Uh, but yeah, the this one is not one I'm betting right now. I'm going to be waiting to see what the Flyers line gets up to. Probably not too high because it'll be Carter Hart, who's presumably the better goaltender, in after this one. Um, so I'll just be waiting, hoping, hoping for a better Flyers line. But right now, I got I got nothing to say about it. Maybe lean to the under six with the the Kraken um, uh, impotency when it comes to to scoring goals. And uh, the Flyers are, are a good defensive team with with solid goaltending, with Carter Hart especially. So lean to the under, lean to the Flyers. Probably waiting uh, on the Flyers bet. See where this line goes. Joel in his natural habitat, just watching and waiting here. Oh, he's playing a little snake in the weeds, just hissing, just, just waiting to, waiting to little viper. Um, Joel the Viper Meyer, I like that. It's like, um, all right, so yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie, I like Philadelphia in this game, plus 114. I think they're probably the better team, they're definitely playing better hockey. Seattle, I've watched a little bit, dude. I don't like this team, man. They're, I don't know, sloppy is the word I want to say. What's the word I want here? I don't know. Bad. Unhinged. I think unhinged might be the proper word. They're a little leaning all over the place and they're pivoting and swinging. I don't like what I see here uh, with this team on the ice. Uh, and then I kept thinking to myself, like, well, what good has ever came out of Seattle? And actually, there's a lot of good things that came out of Seattle. And I'm like, you know, well, what good things have ever came out of Philadelphia? And I'm like, well, cheesesteaks are pretty good. Jesus Peace is a great band. Code Orange, who I'm going to see. Actually, my girlfriend, my lovely girlfriend, bought me tickets to Code Orange and Christmas in Toronto. So I'm happy for that. Uh, Gorephobia is a sick metal band from Philadelphia. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Fucking Flyers. Let's go, baby. So give me Philly plus 114. Shout out Jesus Feast, Code Orange, Gorephobia, and Philly Cheesesteaks. And uh, as far as over-under in this goes, give me the under, baby, because Seattle can't fucking score because they might as well just be shooting Seattle Black Tar heroin into their arms and they can't fucking skate. That's how shitty this team looks like. when They'll probably kill themselves in the second period. Yeah, they probably will. They're probably, yeah, you know, they're just going to do their... Yeah, and just shoot themselves in the head or just go Lane Staley and, you know, overdose on a bunch of heroin and decompose into paste in a bathtub somewhere. So that'll happen too, right? 
Fuck yeah. Shout out Andrew Wood. Mother love phone. Let's go, baby. Uh, there's a lot of good bands from Seattle. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm a big grunge guy, but hell yeah. Anyways, Flyers, let's go. Plus 114, under six. Let's go, baby. Ryan, give me a Philly player that's going to score a goal tomorrow. Um, Travis Konechny is scoring Travis Konechny. There you go. Chalk it on the board. Absolutely love it. Um, all right, boys. Consensus plays. What do we got going on here? We have the Rangers, Panthers, under six, minus 105. They have the Predators at plus 100. And then a lean. I think all of us at least lean to the over six and a half at minus 110 there. The Devils minus 115 on a lean, but the over seven minus 110 in that game as well. And the Coyotes at minus 130 at the Ducks. All right. Couple plays there. Couple plays. Interesting. Um, all right. We're going to move into lock dogs and totals here. This is getting ugly, but we got somebody in the green, baby. It totally took half a fucking year. We got Joel Meyer with a record of 30, 29, and one up 2.28 units. Out of boy, Joel. Way to go, Joel. That's what we love to see. Uh, for myself here, record of 24 and 36, down 18.26 units. A big slip and fall from Grace. And I got a right guy here at 22 and 38, down 20.37 units here. Uh, we're going to get it going there here. Jolie, kick us off. What do we got? I uh, don't like to do it, but we're going to go. We're going to double down on my avalanche. The money line minus 162 against the Blues. Fuck the Blues. Biggest frauds other than the Capitals. Um, yeah, like that one. Uh, Predators money line. <laughs> Another little, little, little ow, ow. Chihuahua bet here, uh, even money against the uh, Red Wings. Red Wings are in. In uh, you know, speaking of avalanches, they're just going down the hills, falling out of control. They're, they they can't fly. Why, why do they call them wings anymore? They're just they're just they're just dying. They're just they're not they're they're crawling. They're not flying. They're dot they're crawling. <laughs> and finally, Rangers Panthers under six minus one hundred five. Panthers hunters have been a great cash cow. Rangers don't exactly. Uh, Press the puck. They don't have the best offense. They just have a very good power play. But the Panthers' penalty kill should be able to negate that, especially the way Bobrovsky's been playing. So under six at minus 05. Yeah, for me, my lock is the Devils, minus 115 at the Senators. Just a much better team. Uh, you know They're fighting for a playoff spot, and Ottawa's fighting to get out of the basement there. Uh, my dog is my are my Flyers at plus 114 at Seattle here. Just think just, just a better team in the back-to-back. May not hurt them too much. And then my total is Toronto team total over four at plus 100. I trust them to score at least four. So maybe get a push out of this, but hopefully get, get them up to five and get the win there at plus 100. All right. For myself, I'm taking the desert dogs, baby, on the money line. Arizona versus Anaheim minus 130. Absolutely love this play. Uh, for my dog, I'm taking the New York Rangers in regulation versus Florida plus 165 here. I think you could just take them plus 105 for a baby dog. But you know what? Why can't this team win in regulation? Florida's a good team, but I like the Rangers. I've always liked the Rangers for the past couple of years, so I'm going to be all over that. And my total, shout out my boy Ilya. My boy Ilya Samsonov, baby. Let's fucking go. Ilya Samsonov for the Leafs in the net here between Columbus. Toronto Columbus under seven, minus 122. He's going to get it back in business. He's going to cook. And we're going to show all these fucking losers in the media that you don't know a goddamn thing when it comes to goaltending, what you're talking about. Because inside these brains up here of us goalies, there's a lot of weird shit that goes on up here, all right? And this guy's going to get it together. Imagine all that weird shit going on in Russian. That's all. That's even more fucking wacky. So I'm just telling you, my boy's going to get it together and it's going to start tomorrow night in Columbus. Let's go under seven minus 122 here. 
Um, okay, quickly, 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 quickly. We're going to run through some World Junior stuff tomorrow. We got four games on the docket. Uh, first one, we got Slovakia, Norway. Uh, I'm not even going to read the shit here because there's a lot of stuff you can look at them. But a couple bets that I am going to be all over. This is insane here, man. This is fucking... To me, this is free money. Slovakia is sick, dude. They are playing some unreal hockey. Like I talked about, they got 11 guys returning to this team from last year, and it shows. The coherence that we're seeing on the ice from these guys is absolutely phenomenal. They're playing lights-out hockey. You can get them minus 2.5 on the uh, puck line at minus 115. Fuck that. Ladder it. Minus 3.5 plus 190. You're telling me these guys aren't going to beat Norway by four goals? Norway, to their credit, came out fucking guns blazing in that first game against the States. They looked good. Their goalie was making 10 bell fucking saves. And sure as shit, we saw them get lit up over the 8 to 1 by the Czechs or something like that. Uh, was that today, this morning, or yesterday? I don't fucking remember. Um, but yeah, we can expect to see much more from Slovakia. I think Slovakia is better than the Czech. So you're going to give me three and a half plus 190. I'm going to take it. I'm also currently seeing first period. Uh, you can get the Czechs fucking minus zero and a half. So pretty much to win the first period, minus 135. I absolutely love that. You can get a first period total goals at over one and a half at minus 145. I'm going to be all over those plays, man. That's fucking sick. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything you want to touch I- on there. I love that I, Slovakia. I love that Slovakia look. Yeah, they they beat Czech, Czechia six two. Czechia lost. Czechia beat Norway eight one. So it should be a blowout. I, I, I think. Yeah, totally agreed. Uh, one thing to note is that Slovakians, unlike previous teams where you know you, these Central European teams typically only have like one elite line, these Slovakians have depth, like up down. You mentioned yeah. the returning players; they can roll three lines, four lines, and they're they're all really good. Uh, Servak Petrovsky's been brilliant. We mm-hmm. haven't seen Dalibor Dvorsky show up on the scoreboard yet, but I think that he'll get going at some point. So, yeah, I, I love the Slovakian team. I think that they should be like minus three and a half, minus 135, not, not minus two and a half, minus 135. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Adam Guyan has been sick. Uh, shout out. the uh, We had a Slovakian reach out to us on Twitter and say that we pronounced his name wrong. You're going to think it's Guyan. He was very, very helpful and very polite. So, shout out to that dude. Hell yeah um okay finland latvia again not going to go through it but certain looks here you can get finland to win the first period minus 180 uh dude finland looked like shit yes they just lost to germany yes they're 0 2 to start this tournament latvia is fucking terrible bro the only guy going for them is marinko obviously we talked about him a little bit in our previews guys slated to go in the second round other than that they have nothing their goaltending is fucking horrendous this year goes against everything that we always believe in when we think of latvian goaltendings finland looked like shit defensively finland looked like shit in the net you know what they didn't look like shit in from an offensive point of view these guys cooked on the pressure uh so i believe that minus 180 for the first period i love um to do to do what else we got in this game their lines that minus three and a half plus 115 this is an important game for finland because if they lose they're fucked to the point that maybe even the relegation round is a topic of conversation here uh so they got to come out swinging so you're going to give me minus three and a half plus 115 i might sprinkle that as an alternative you can get minus two and a half at minus 180 which might be the safer play yeah the uh I think that the Finns are the way to play here. They're, they're going to be desperate here. Latvia, are, they're bad. I mean, Canada just just rolled them up, spat them out, and not a good performance at all from Latvia. And then that's not how you want to, to, to get started here. Usually you get your best performance from these lower teams in the first game and everyone's fired up. After that, that's just like a dream killer. 
And yeah, going against Finland here, they'll be motivated. I think that the Finns are the way to play it. I would like the over the way the Finns are playing, but I don't know if I can be sure that the Latvians will produce offensively <laughs> the way they looked against the Canadians. So I think the Finns are the only way to play this game. Yeah, I agree. Finland on the puck line, minus three around even money, I think is probably a good look there. Um, from a total point of view, you'll pay a little bit of juice. Ah, never mind. I take that back. That's what? fucked up. I was going to say the under seven and a half, but it is juice through the gills at 310. Definitely not touching that. Um, all right. Uh, United States, Czechia. We're getting to two of the better games here. Um, this States team proved that what we saw against Norway isn't what they are. They're fucking sick. They went out and beat the fucking piss out of the Swiss today. That was free money. I don't know if you guys were tracking what was going on in the Discord today. That the books were dishing out free money. Those lines were absolutely fucking insane here. Uh burst the checks here. Checks are definitely a better team than the Swiss. I love America minus two and a half here, man. Honestly, I really do at minus 125. The checks, I was really disappointed with what I saw in that game against Slovakia. I think they look like shit. They didn't come out hot. Now keep in mind it was a closer game heading into the third than what the story tells here. But it's just like I said, six guys returning from this year, from last year. And what I said in the Discord is I hate the way I'm seeing this team play hockey, man. There's no there's no systems. I refer to it as this whole team is what Phil Kessel would look like on ice if he was individually a full hockey team. It's just opportunistic, run-and-gun offense, fucking, which is good to an extent. But when you're playing a team like the States here, man, you need to have a plan in place. And I'm sorry, I just don't believe that this Czech team can. Uh, I, I think they're looking really bad from what I've seen. Suspect goaltending. Defense has been a question, even though that some of the returning guys were defensemen here. I love the states minus two and a half and minus one twenty-five. Um, total goals in the first period. I'm leaning towards the over uh, one and a half minus one eighty. This America team is ready to fucking score, bro. What they saw from them against Norway that was embarrassing for them. So they're ready just to dominate for the rest of the tournament here. So I'll be all over that minus one eighty. But a juice, you can also get them to win the first period of minus one thirty-five. Fucking love those plays. Yeah, lead of the states, but the stronger play for me would be the over. You mentioned how the Czechs are playing this running gun style. I don't like their defense at all, but they can score. Yuri Kulich had a dynamic, dynamic game. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that, that, who's the other guy who scored like three goals for them? Uh, it's oh, sure. But the, yeah, they, they had two guys with hat tricks in their last one. And yeah, they, they're playing fun hockey. We'll give them that. And the U.S. do the same thing. So I, I expect just a back and forth kind of game. U.S. scoring four, checks scoring two, U.S. scoring three, checks scoring one, each period by period. And I'll see this uh, game fly over the total. So I, I like that quite a bit. Uh, for the side, yeah, I mean, I, it's it's U.S. or nothing here. It's hard to find a dog in this in this mm-hmm. slate right now, at least until the next game. Mm-hmm. Eric Shale got the hat trick last game. Yeah, Shale has been killing yeah, it. He point. was fucking lights out. That was cool. Cracking prospect. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, got, got to take USA puck line, maybe a USA team total. I, I wouldn't be afraid to, to you know, uh, ladder them, take team total over, over four and a half, over five and a half, see, see, see what they can go up to. All right, final game of the stocket here. Sweden, Canada. Ooh, Sweden on the money line, plus 125, Canada, minus 155. You're over under sitting at six and a half here. Um, you know what, dude? Jolie, take this one away here. I want to hear your thoughts originally. Oh, I love the dog in this one. Swedes, uh, they just play this controlled hockey. They're playing 
kind of like the Finns typically do. Like uh, they're, they're very structured defensively. You know, the, the Swedes did the same thing last year, but uh, they couldn't find the goal when they needed it. This year, I think they 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 do have a little bit more firepower up front, and they don't have the same goalie. Um, what the fuck's his name? The old, the old. Uh, I think he's a Predators prospect. No, that's Askarov. I can't remember the old goalie of Wallstedt, Jesper Wallstedt. Wallstedt yeah. You know, yeah, he's not in the team anymore. But still, this other guy hasn't let a goal in yet. The defense is, is a large part of that. They just totally shut down Germany. Totally shut down the um, was it the Swiss in the first game? Uh, I think it was the Swiss. No, it was Latvia. the uh, Latvians. Yeah, Latvians. Well, Latvia doesn't have an offense, so the <laughs> that, that well, they don't. Play. It's that. Yeah, but still, Sweden, I think, can control Canada. I like the dog here in this one, plus 125. I also like the under. I think uh, this one will be uh, a much more controlled game because whoever wins this is likely going to win the group. So it, it means more. And I know Canada has exploded offensively, but I, I still don't believe that they are quite as good as they let on early on because we, we talked about how the uh, – um, uh, Fuck, man. Who do they play? They played the Finland. Czechs in the first one, right? It was Finland's, right. We talked about how bad they are defensively. Canada just lit them up. And then, of course, they just lit up the, the Latvians. So, uh, yeah, it, it's 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 Sweden for me. And I like the under as well. And like a 3-2 closely fought win for the, the home team. They have, they have yeah. a, a strong home vice advantage, too. Like, if you listen to these guys, they're going all out. Uh, I love the chanting. They remind me of uh, Das Bundesliga. <laughs> Yeah, Sweden. Sweden's been great. They've only allowed 35 shots through two games. They only allowed Germany to take 15 shots after they took 28 against Finland in their 4-3 win. Finland has Finland, as you said, has, has not been good. And that was Canada's, you know, first win 5-2 and then 10-0 over yeah. Latvia, who's proven to not be very good. So this is their their first test. And Sweden has been, you know, this is they want this. They're they're at home, they're on home ice. This is they're defending that. So I think them as underdogs here is a, is a good look. Maybe a Canada team total under because yeah they have not seen any sort of team structured defense yet and that's what that's what Sweden brings here so love Sweden and maybe just take the under six and a half maybe for a draw play here you could sit, could see this game going going past regulation we haven't had overtime yet in this tournament so that's kind of interesting um I gotta go against you guys here bro this Canada team I know we talked a lot about the states coming into this they are so fucking fast. And everybody on this team is a fucking offensive dynamo. It's absolutely insane. And yes, you can come at me and fully val- validated, verified. I was gonna say validified, but that's not a word. Validated. I like that. Validified. Coming at me, fully validified <laughs> with the fact that Sweden <laughs> is a defensive fucking juggernaut. Defensive stalwart. They play a great defensive game, as all Swedish programs do. Goaltending has been absolutely fantastic. But I am sorry, dude. This Canada team, I feel like they're going to get only better and better as they play. And you guys are right. This is the best team that they played so far. You know, Finland was a little bit of a, a little bit of disappointment to watch play. Latvia is an absolute joke. So you can't take much out of that game that we just saw here. But fuck me, the wheels on this team is awesome. So I'm going to have to go with Canada here. Minus 160. Uh, again, I'm going against you guys. I'm taking the over, bro. What is that? Six and a half here? Over six and a half, minus 120. I fucking love it, man. Like, I really do. Because uh, you know what's going to happen to me is I feel like if Canada gets up early and they go up 3-1, 4-1, Sweden's going to have to abandon that defensive style because now you're fucking chasing, all right? Now you're, like, fucking whacked in the Discord. 
Now you're getting yourself into trouble trying to go all offense and you're just going to give up a shitload of goals here. So uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not putting anything against Sweden here. Uh, This is what we have when we have an unstoppable force meeting up with an unmovable object. You like that? And now we're going to see who truly wins that fucking battle. So I'm taking Canada. Uh, First period play. I'm going to take the over one and a half in the goals at minus 145. I really think that that's crazy, man. I don't know. This is this is a bit of a wacky play for me here. Um, this is nuts. First period three-way. Sweden at plus 200, the tie at plus 180, and Canada at plus 140. So pick whatever one of those you like and fucking hammer it because there's value on all three of them, I think. Uh, I'm going to be taking Canada plus 140, man, because I'll tell you what. The one thing this Canadian team does have is coaching staff has had these boys ready to fucking rock and roll from the moment that puck drops. From the moment that puck is dropped in both games so far against the Finns and Latvians, Canada has been fucking buzzing. Offensively, skating, defensively, they've gotten great goaltending so far, as good as you can get playing those two shit teams. Uh, So yeah, Canada 140 to win the period here. Uh, Give me the over in the game and give me Canada on the money line. Let's fucking go, baby. I'm going to go, the, I think Joel's on the side, but I'm going the other way on the first period. Under one and a half, that I think is plus 125, and no goals at um, plus 450. Canada only got one goal in their game against Finland in the first period. I see Sweden playing very you know, defensive hockey or frustrating the Canadians early on. So I could see a nice, a slow, nice slow 0-0 game through uh, 20 minutes. All I right. do think that the the total is correlated with the money line. If you like the Canadians, I think the over is likely to hit with a more shootout kind of game. Like uh, the, the Swedes got to shut down Celebrini, Connor Geeky, Morgan Geeky, whatever the fucking Geeky it is. And, uh, Fraser Minton, team captain. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you got to really watch out for that guy. Um, BC boy, though, can't, can't hate too much. Um, yeah, whereas if you like Sweden, you, you you figure their path to victories is shutting down the Canadian offense. So, yeah, Sweden and under correlated, Canada and over correlated. That's a great point. I really like that a lot. That's very smart. Um, all right, that's good. World Juniors, overall quick assessment here. Fucking awesome. Dynamite. I'm in love with Slovakia. I'm sorry. All hands down. I love this team. I love watching this team play hockey. Fucking Adam Guyan and Ned. This guy's a fucking killer. I absolutely love watching him play. There's so much fucking fun. I think might oh might come down to them in Sweden in the medal for the at least the bronze, bro. I'm just saying like it could be tight. I really think we're gonna see Canada, USA in the gold medal, and it's gonna be fucking wicked. That's cool. Yeah, that's the best. That that'd be the yeah. best result in terms of pure entertainment value. Yep. All right. Uh, any last minute thoughts on juniors? That's good. I know you guys probably touched on a lot yesterday. We're going long here, so we'll wrap things up. No, you, you have any future thoughts based off your based off your watching it? Any, any future thoughts or anything, anything changed? No. Yeah. Uh I want to see more out of this America team. Tomorrow will be a big game, how they respond to the check. So uh it sucks that I can't watch it. I'll probably I might even just rewatch it when I come home just so I can actually get eyes and see what we're doing here. But that's what's holding me back from making a full on assessment here. Love what I've seen from Canada. Wanna see more from Sweden, although they looked pretty good, I guess, today. And then uh, Slovakia, I'm in love with, like I said. So, hell yeah, Latvia stinks. Good for Germany. Like, I, I kind of, you know, mm-hmm. give the Germans their kudos. That's awesome for them to get a win. Yeah. They pretty much avoided relegation. That's sick. Most likely. Just can't lose to Latvia and we're good. Exactly. You do that, you're cruising, right? So, hell yeah. Um, that's good, though. All right, boys, we're going long here. Let's wrap this up. Everybody go check out the SGPN website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff in the world of sports, baby. We got hockey. We got football. We got fucking 
sports, basketball is doing their thing, baseball. Ryan, what's up in the world of baseball? Anything quick? No, nothing's up. Nothing's up. Jay's signed someone and everyone's really mad. I don't oh, know. Kevin Kiermeyer. Yeah, Kevin Kiermeyer. He's back. He's not good. He's good looking and he plays good defense, but he. All right. He, well, there you uh, go. We got a lot of good looking Meyer. Yeah, good looking Meyer. Exactly. You got to love that. Eh? So that's cool. Uh, Tons of stuff at the World of Sports. You can find all the information at the SGPN website. Be sure to check it out. Read the articles. Check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles. He's pumping out. Those are sweet. Um, do, 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 do. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, baby. Discord has been so much fun. It's been a good support system. There has been a lack of arguments and fighting lately, which is absolutely awesome. So that's been pretty cool to see. Um, so shout out to everybody. I had to put my foot down. What did you do, Joel? You did. You're the nice, grandmaster. Fucking, I was fucking annoyed by it, and people just stopped doing it. So uh, Judge Joel strikes again. I feel well, like I think, I'm I think more it, to it, do than it correlates. It correlates with a distinct lack of um, aquatic creatures. In, 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 uh, yeah, in that's the, why. Because he was he was going after some guys. I'm like, hey, just yeah. just leave those lesser fishy people alone, and, and he did. <laughs> Joel put the leash. I back like on the fish. I stand by the fish. I would just like to have it out there. The yes. cigar smoking fish. I'm on his side. Yeah, we, we all like the fish, but there's different levels of fish, right? There's the the the, the, the jumpers at the top, and then there's the bottom feeders at the at the bottom. There's there's a uh, you know it's the the chain of being the uh, uh, the, the the predator eats the prey, and we it, it, it takes all types, right, for the ecology to work, and that that that's what I was trying to get across. We're building an ecosystem. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, we have an ecosystem. Yes, we're maintaining it. I can I be God? No, we are God. Damn. No, you're yeah, a the Holy Trinity, right here. You're a giraffe. <laughs> Joel's a duck. I'm a fucking little beaver or something stupid like that. Let's go. Uh, all right. So, to all our friends and pals in the Discord, if you're not in the Discord, uh, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll point you in the right direction, baby. Let's fucking go. Uh, or you can reach out to the HGP uh, Twitter account here, our social media assistant producer. He'll get you rocking and rolling. He'll do everything that you need to do, baby. Uh, or what you can do is you can uh, start listening to a lot of Meshuggah. And if you listen to a lot of Meshuggah, then chances are you'll be Swedish and you'll be cheering for Team Sweden with our very own Joel Meyer tomorrow. So when you're listening to Meshuggah or Arch Enemy or Viljarta or Refused, or like any other of those sweet Swedish fucking bands, our boy Joel will be right there with you, and you can be like, "Hey man, um, uh, how do you get them?" Oh, that's not even. That's like I don't even know what you do. IKEA. Oh, how do you get them to the Discord? And then he'll be like, "This is how you get them to the Discord," and they'll point you in the right direction. So yeah, shout out that. Let's go. First time I ever smoked weed was before uh, the Sugar Show. Like, the next, awesome. next, I saw Beethoven. Nice, nice. They're so sick live, though. Eh? Like, isn't it unbelievable? It's yeah, yeah. They're they're better live than on record. I I yeah. can't really, I don't really like them on record, but they're a fun, fun fucking show for sure. Damn right there. My, my friend fell asleep though. The second what? time I saw him, he fell asleep on the back. Are you nuts? <laughs> yeah. Can you do? Can you do the sugar face? Can you can you do the sugar face real quick? What's the sugar face? Where the lead singer goes like. The bald guy? I don't know. Yeah. No, you can't do it. Uh, you got to Google it and then get back to him. Yeah, it's cool. All right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. That's fucking go Canada. Let's go Leafs, baby. Hell yeah. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. You can also find me listening to Philly's own Goraphobia after this show. Yeah! Shout out Goraphobia. And I'm Joe Martin. You can indeed find me slithering and sliding among the weeds. For I was born in the 
year of the snake, according to the Chinese. So, uh, yeah. Let's go, reptiles. <laughs> Thank you. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace. <laughs>